Hey, what's up, everyone? This is Rite Osborne coming to you with another podcast. As always, I'm humbled and grateful that you've take that you've taken your sweet time, precious time, to listen to me today. Um, and as always, I hope you're inspired, encouraged, motivated, and, and blessed and challenged. Um, and so today, I want to talk about a certain, just a, a conversation. We're just gonna have a conversation today about a topic that I believe is is really important for me, at least, and I hope. For whoever this is for, that'll encourage you the same way. Okay. Um, we live in a time, and I'm going right into that, where I don't know, I'm trying to, someone told me the voice of God is scarce now. And I said, is it? Is the voice of God really scarce? Like only certain people can really hear God's voice. And I, and I had to challenge this person because I'm like, hmm. I I don't believe we're in that time. You know, when God speaks, you know, I believe the word he says, I will pour out my my spirit upon all flesh. Your sons and your daughters will prophesy. Your old men will dream dreams. I know that was in the context of that time, but it says in the last days. We are in the last days, right? So I have to take God's word for what it is. And and now we do have false uh, I feel like false prophets springing up. There's people who are not hearing from God, but they see the money opportunity or they see the opportunity. They they think it's powerful or they think it's, you know, glamorous. I'm like, this is not, there's not anybody who's worth their salt. Um, and, and, and you know that you know that this is not a glamorous life. When God calls us to certain things and he, and he's um, commissioned us to do certain things, it is absolutely not a glamorous life at all, right? And those who understand know what I'm talking about. This is nothing that we can be like, oh, look at me, or oh, because nah, the attacks that come, the 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 things that God will allow you to go through, um, it, no, there's nothing to brag about but God. That's how I feel. So let's talk about a subject that I was also having a conversation with my cousin and we're talking about assignments and I said some I'm I've learned because this is not I mean I've been in ministry for a long time and I've been on the ministry in a long for I've been in ministry for a long long time and not only am I talking about church it's talking about the actual walk with God Uh, that's again nothing to brag about but I'm sharing my level of um, experience or expertise whatever people want to call it my personal walk with God and how God has shown me some things personally. So this, again, this is just having conversations, not really about Bible study or teaching, but sharing. Okay. Cause we are over overcome by the blood of the lamb and by the words of our testimony. You know, when we, when we take it to the enemy, we take it to his head, we take it to his camp. We take it to those, those little imps. <laughs> we got to take it to him, right? We can't be afraid to die. In other words, die to our flesh, die to, you know, our, our own selves die. We got to die, you know, um, in our flesh in order for our spirits to, to be, to come forth. You got, you can't be afraid of that. You know, call a thing, a thing, call it what it is and, and give it to God and God will help you through those things. We give things to God. He says, I care for you. Give it to me, whatever it is. Right. So I come into the subject, I'm like, assignments, 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 when God tells us to do certain things. So recently, I've been instructed, my husband and I, 
come into this one place. And I know this is not everybody. But when God sends you an assignment, you have to stay focused on the assignment. Okay? It's not personal. It's purpose. It's not personal. It's purpose. People will misunderstand the assignment thinking that, you know what? You went into this place. God sent you into this place to ask for help. No, God did not do that. God sent me into a place to help. Now, probably not in the way I thought at first, but as you go through the process, as you go through the time with, as God is walking you through some things, he will make things more clear, um, as you're, as you're, as you're journeying, journeying through. And I have to use the word journey because it's not only a process, it's a journey. Guys, I'm going to walk you through this to show you things that um, you should do and you should not do. Okay, God gave me even, believe it or not, he even gave me a timeline. He did, he did. I said, wow. And I looked back and I said, wow, because I, I had written this down five years ago. I've written this down five years. What God was giving me, I was writing it down. Nobody has access to that and maybe I'll share more in detail but when God gives you instructions he says humble yourselves right first Peter 5 um is it first Peter 5 and 5 I'll start you know that's a starting verse there so first Peter 5 and 5 we're supposed to humble ourselves under the mighty hand of God. So what that means is God doesn't have to humble us. We have a responsibility when we get to a certain point in Christ or certain maturity level in God, because it takes growth, right? To get to certain points in him, I feel like before God starts releasing things to our hands um, and he increases the responsibility at every level. I can honestly say that every level that God and every page that God has written, he's given me more responsibility, more, 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 like you can handle more, you can handle more. And he grows us into that. He just doesn't dump it on us. Again, that's been my experience. So when God sends you into a place, this is a clarity moment, a clarity season. It's an assignment. I'm not asking for help. I didn't ask to be part of a clique. I never, only those who are close to me, my husband and friends, close friends will know this. They will know this, that God sends us into this place for a reason, not to ask for help, not to ask for handouts. When they put you on stage, God says, take yourself off that stage. When they put certain things, you got to come back, come back. And I feel like God allowed certain distractions to happen in a good way to me so that I wasn't really fully focused on the environment. I was aware of the environment, but because of my own stuff, my own health and stuff like that, I feel like God allowed those things to happen to keep me in a place of, um, um, focus on him. If that makes sense, because when things are happening around us and people, and this is not everybody, not every church, not every leader, but there are key players that will attack and that will spiritually that will launch attacks that will do certain things and if you know your personality god knows who you are i can really war i i don't mind warring you see what i'm saying i feast in the war like i really really do some of my favorite movies are war movies war movies like yes <laughs> war movies right but then god was like uh-uh i'm gonna keep you so so there's no casualties in this war there's no casualties in this battle because god's like not this one i got this one i got your back on this one you ain't gotta lift a hand you ain't gotta lift anything to harm or hurt or endanger anyone else just the way they've tried okay now this is not everybody 
So I don't believe everybody in the church is out to get you. Everybody's is trying to pin you to the wall. Everybody's not a Saul. Every leader is not a Saul. I've experienced um, wonderful, healthy leadership in my life from church to business to everything. Okay. So I know what it feels like, but you know what it feels like when it's off. You're like, ah, this is off. Something don't feel right. You know, when God starts showing you things in the spirit, he says, I need to trust you to know this and be quiet. Just watch and learn. Don't even give a response when people want a response from you. Don't even react when they want a reaction. These are God's instructions, not asking for handouts. I'm not looking for help. I'm here to help you because I know what I have to, to give to help you. But when people reject the help, and I understand that if it, it may not come like you wanted, Jesus didn't come how we wanted him to come. He came in on a donkey, not the white horse that people were expecting him to come in on. He didn't look like the, um, the valid king that people were prophesying about. Jesus came in a whole, he came on a donkey. <laughs> Jesus came in a whole different way than what, um, the children of Israel were looking for. Seriously, the house of Israel was looking for like this is the Messiah. No, you can't be because Jesus was hanging around, he was hanging around common people. Jesus was preaching to the sick, um, healing the sick. He was preaching to everybody, not to just those in the temple. And because of his style, because of his boldness, because of how Jesus, um, how he demonstrated certain things, people called him a demon. They called him a blasphemer. They called him everything else but Messiah. But yet and still, right? God, through Christ, was doing amazing, powerful things to to establish his kingdom here on earth. He not only gave the power to his disciples, in which they discipled other people through the Holy Spirit, right? He says, I'm, I'm, I'm not only giving you the power, but I, if I can recall in Matthew 10, 10, when he sends them out, he sends them out not only with powerful instruct the power, but instructions, practical instructions on how to handle themselves. So every time God sends my experience, every time God sends me into a place, whether that's a job, whether that's a, a, a organization, God gives specific instructions. So like my last uh, employment um, with this company, not only was I there for a while and learned financial healthy tips, but guess what? I also was able to share Christ. Some of us have these experiences. You know what I'm talking about? I always, I was also able to link up with other believers in the building. Oh my God, the whole company. I said, that was only a God thing that linked me up with other believers where we have Bible study. Of course, on our lunch breaks, we'll have prayer after work or outside of work. God sent the encouragement that was needed to be in that place. Um, and then he also allowed us to see other people accept him as Lord and Savior in that place. This is how I know, because this has happened in school. This has happened in the grocery store. Y'all know what I'm talking about, where God can touch anybody anywhere. It's not just in the house of God. It's not just in the house. We are commissioned to take it to the world. And what does the world look like? I, I have to bring clarity to a situation. People are like, you've been waiting. You've been, I've been waiting to help, <laughs> like to really put my hands to it, but I can't touch it. It's God, God's like, I need you to keep when he says be shrewd as serpents or wise as serpents and as innocent or gentle as doves in Matthew 10, 10, he says, I'm sending you out like sheep among wolves. Mm. 
So you already are aware of the environment. <laughs> you already know what to expect. And, and he sent them to the house of Israel, not to the Samaritans and not to the Gentiles, the house of Israel. Jesus said, this is going to happen. This is going to happen. This is going to happen. May I, may I say this? When I started my, um, when I answered my call, the first thing my grandfather said, my mother said, my father said, this is not going to be an easy walk, right? Hey, this is not going to be easy. So when people start saying glamorous and glorious things, yes, there is glory in it. There's blessings in it, but honey, the real life of it is, is not a glamorous walk. It's not always going to be easy. So you do expect challenges. You do expect the opposition. You expect when you, you do things, you have to expect these things and learn how to recover, rebound and push through. That is what God is showing me. So you don't fight people on stuff that you know, like I, I don't want stuff that, that uh-uh, my hands can't, God's telling me not to even touch it. There's a reason why God says, don't touch that. Don't touch that. Don't put your hands to that. And you're not even mad. But when other people add their opinions, they'll add their, their quote unquote insight to something. I'm like, ask, ask clarifying questions. If you really wanted to know, people would ask. That's exactly how I feel. You would ask. I've learned to do that. I've learned to say, you know what? Let me make sure. Let me ask this person directly. Um, if I can about what's going on. If I really wanted to know, if I really wanted to know other than that, you pray for people and you keep it pushing. Right. But when people start to pin things on you saying, You were waiting for them to help. Like, that's not what this is. I'm literally waiting to help them. Believe it or not, I know how to do a lot of things. God has already allowed me to come through so much, even at this age. Okay, people look at your age. They're even looking at your gender and say, oh, she can't help you. She can't do nothing. It's funny how God will package a thing, right? He will package it when we need it and and he'll package it in a way excuse me that that doesn't always appear to be like you expect it to be again the greatest example was Jesus they didn't expect Jesus to come in on a donkey they didn't expect Jesus to to look the way he did they didn't expect any of that but he still did it with the power of God the anointing that God gave him the holy boldness that Christ had not only did he did um, teach it and walk it, preached it, lived it, died to it, rose again. He was able to spread that and share it and empower the other disciples to go in to, to serve and to love and to, to do these specific things. He said, and, but expect the opposition. You're not, you're not caught off guard when you know what to expect. So when people say you've connected with the wrong people, no, I really didn't. I really didn't. It's, it's, I don't know if, is it, is, can I be a gift that you could be in a place, but not be of the place? What is that? That's the word. Be of the world, be in the world, but not of the world. All of us have the ability, ability to do that. Actually think about the scripture. All of us have the ability to do that. Be of the world and not be in the world, but not of the world. So you be in certain places, but not of the place. So been people like, well, how did, how did that get, how did, how did you not get burned? How, because it was never God's design for that to happen. And because of the obedience and the instructions that we follow through his word, through his spirit, through prayer, 
God's protection is always going to be there. Always. And guess what? We cannot take the glory for it. I'm not going to take credit and I'm not going to take God's glory for it. God's grace, God's mercy, God's power shall go forth in that place. I said mercy and grace and power and deliverance. Add that. Yes, deliverance. He says, wherever our foot, Psalms, uh, Psalm 91, he's given us the power to tread over the, the, the young lions and the snakes. God, in um, Matthew 10, he says, I've given you power to do certain. He told his disciples, I've given you the power to heal the sick, raise the dead, to cast out these demons. He said, but at the same time, keep your heart. I feel like when he says, be innocent as doves, keep our hearts pure and our hands clean. There are certain groups, certain things you do not want to touch. I can, I'm, I'm old enough and grown enough to recognize that right off the top. I didn't have to go through this process. I walked in it recognizing that. Now, you pray, you pray because again, you don't, this is, this is when God is telling us to do something. It's a, it's a delicate process. It's an intricate process. It's the instructions are not always going to be like, what in the world? It, it will make other people question, like, what is God doing? But trust me, be obedient to God. Trust God. I, I've been here long enough where I'm like, you know what? I don't even question. If God tells me to do it, if I'm going to look stupid, silly, dumb, um, like I'm lowering myself, so be it. God, what did you tell me again? What did you tell me again? Because not everybody, it's like when you recognize something that's needed, you're like, oh, ooh. And you know they're not going to receive it from you right away. Mm-mm, they're not. They're not even ready for you. So you you fall back. You fall back. That's what God says. In other words, sit back. Like, I really can't help. Like, I can't help. Not with certain things going on in, in, in the environment spiritually. God has to clean some things up. He will make ways for us to do these things okay he will make ways for us to do these things and even giving us a given give us an appointed time to release it publicly so i could talk about talk uh, talk amongst my close friends um my husband things like that but it's like now publicly this didn't just come upon me this is not something i just discovered god is catching the environment up he is so i'm like alignment let's talk about that too um, if I'm in a position, I'm waiting for God to, and he's doing it and he's been doing it, right? He's shifting and moving things. People even call that. This is a demon. No, this ain't a demon. This is God. This is a God thing. Believe it or not. This is a God thing. Shifting and moving again. It doesn't count people as bad, but God's like, I need to put some things in place and set some people in place. I've said this before, set this thing in place, set them in place. So this thing can flow properly. You don't brag about it. You don't talk about it. You like the responsibility, the weight of it. And I feel like when other people add their hands and they add their words, I feel like it prolongs it even more because they're trying to figure it out. But then they blame you for that. And I'm sitting like, well, my stuff is clear. My head is clear. My conscience is clear. Mm Mm-hmm. So, again, this is just sharing time and how 
I know God has got our backs. We are definitely obedient to him. Right? It doesn't say, oh, we're perfect with this. But let's let's talk about that. How to get through. If you're suffering through something for the sake of Christ. If you're going through something that, you know, I'm using the word suffer. But if you're going through something, the book of Peter, 1 Peter, is a wonderful book to read spiritually because we're not talking about take abuse because I'm not about that life either I'm not about to tell somebody to sit there and take abuse from people no when, when it comes for suffering for Christ's sake a lot of the disciples um fought back but then Jesus said keep keep your hands clean because I've given you such power Right. They had they. So the disciples even knew they can take a few people out with what God had anointed them to do. They could take them out easily, easily. But Jesus reminded them, OK, I've given you this to do this, this and this with that, with the power. OK, is not to brag about it, is not to talk about it's not none of that. I don't even read them talking about I'm a, a apostle and prop like they, what is there to brag about? mm, just focus on the work focus on the assignment and God will bring people into his fold you saw people being um, added to the church daily people were coming in the masses because they loved the truth they wanted the truth they felt free um, in their hearts and in their spirits because they heard the word the truth of God not because of these men I mean they're obedient but the spirit of God, the Holy Spirit set them free. The word of God set them free. The message of God set them free. And even I'll say our hands, the hand of God through us can set people free. So in other words, we, we, we're allowed to be that healthy, pure physical touch for people to see the hand of God move physically. So I just wanted to share that um, as I'm in my my um, prayer time and just I, I have to stay focused. I'm not I can't I have to stay focused because, again, I know the instructions that God gives and that, again, people will catch up. The environment will catch up. God, I, I told him, I said, Lord, I can't really push because the environment, the environment He's like this was uh, this was years ago. I said, I can't push the environment, the environment. It's like, I got you. I got your back. I got this. Mm-hmm. So anyway, again, I say this with love. And again, I'll say it. I'll say it. I'll say it. That no one is asking for help when you already know who's your helper. You know, I'm old enough and grown enough in, in God. I'll say this. And it's a humble statement that you recognize who's for you and who's not. You recognize when God says, be shrewd as a serpent, the instructions were from Jesus Christ, excuse me, to be shrewd as a serpent, to be wise. Snakes are very um, sensitive to their environments. You know, so with the Holy Spirit, it's like you can sense danger, you can sense what's real, what's fair. The Holy Spirit gives us that much power Right, it it is his Holy Spirit. It's his Word. It's spending time with God. We'll do that, 
You can't forget who you are in something like that. You can't, you got to keep your mind focused. <laughs> you got to stay focused. First Peter, he says, um, what is, so we have to stay focused, like keep your mind sober minded. So to me, sober minded, not only is, uh, concerning like alcohol or anything like that, but sober to me is keep your mind clear of any other garbage, any other distractions. You got to stay steadfast and focused and whatever that looks like you do what it takes. I don't care what people say. You do what God has instructed you to do with still respecting um, certain environments. So let's talk about that too. So when people are like, you got to be obedient, got to be obedient. Uh, Again, when my heart, when it comes to Christ, when it comes to being obedient to God, I will bow out gracefully, right? If somebody's telling me that's something that's contrary. Or if they don't take time to listen. Like, this is not what it's made out to be. That's not what this is. And that part can be um, certainly a challenge when you know you can communicate with certain people. Like, you know they'll get you. And they already got you. They've already quoted the scriptures, said the words, said the blessings. But then there's some who, who don't understand, right? You know or they're intimidated. Whatever the words I want to use, they don't understand. So out of... Out of not understanding, they make premature decisions. They'll say stuff prematurely without fully knowing what's really going on. And to me, that can cause more damage, more of a delay than anything. But again, stay focused on the assignment. Stay focused. I don't know if people really don't want to believe that, you know, you can go through it, and God gives us the grace to go through it. I, again, I go to First Peter. It's it's uh, he writes how we can, you know, Peter who was zealous and and you know going boldly and and going forward. You see in First Peter chapter five where he's like, humble yourselves. Don't let God humble you. Humble. We have the power to humble ourselves, right? When you walk this thing with God, <laughs> you learn, uh, you know, I don't need to do that. I don't need God to to um, humble me. Especially if you've seen God and did it to some other folk. Now, lesson learned. Let, let's go ahead and, um, okay, humble yourself under the mighty hand of God. Because there's some things we come up against that we can't handle. Only God can do that. And you trust it. And he says, cast all your cares on me because I care for you. There's that human part, like, Lord, this is a lot. He's a cast it, throw it, give it to me, because I care. God will protect us. He will provide for us. He does all these wonderful, amazing things for us. There's so many things. Once we submit to God and stay submitted to God, okay? He says, be sober, be vigilant. Um, because your adversary, the devil, walks like a roaring lion. It's like we always going to be on, can I say, flat on our feet. Or on our knees praying. Either way, flat on our feet or on our knees praying. Because I'm like, the enemy spiritually is not playing with us. Look at our, look at this generation. Look at our world. He is not playing with any of us. And we can't play with him. I don't, I'm not here to play patty cake. 
This is real life. This is real life. And so many people around the world, the Bible clearly says, your brotherhood, people around the world. So you're not the only one. And you're suffering for the name of Christ. Not because of something else, but for his name's sake. You know, God extends grace to us to still be holy, to still be bold, to still go through certain things. And as we're going through those things, he's perfecting us. He's establishing us. He's strengthening us and he settles us. And to him be the glory and the dominion forever and ever. Like he sets it forever that God gets the glory. But in those trials and tribulations and and, and in this case, in those times where we're um, processing through, Suffering to me is not always getting beat up on. No, deny the flesh. Work that thing out. Walk that thing out. It's an exercise. Walk it out. That's not always a lovely thing to go through. It, it can be painful and challenging. Walk it out. Think about when we exercise, especially if you haven't done it in a while. Lord, you work the muscles that haven't been worked. It can be very painful. You got to stretch, wake up like, oh, goodness, swollen but you still got to work it out. And, 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 and we know this, that as you continue to work your muscles spiritually or physically, you continue to work those muscles. Guess what? What, what happens to the soreness? It goes away, right? It becomes a lot easier to lift those weights. It comes a lot, it becomes a lot easier to go through some things. It just becomes easier. He gives us the grace, the ease to do it. So when people think it should hurt, but it, it, God gives us the ease. The more we work them weights, the more we, we don't like talking about all the time, but we got to work it right. Got to work it. So anyway, I hope you guys are encouraged today. I just wanted to throw that out there as a simple conversation, clarity moment, clarity, clarity, clarity. Um, and hopefully later on, as always, I, I'm working on my guest list to bring some people to the table with me to bring some people to the conversation with me uh, so that, you know, they can share their stories and, and you can be encouraged by other people. But again, I'm humbled that you guys have taken the time to listen, tune in. And as always, I hope you are inspired, encouraged, motivated, and challenged and blessed today. And I hope by the time we meet again, and we're able to talk again, that you are protected and let's say a quick prayer because I have to end in prayer I can't just leave it like that so Heavenly Father we just thank you God for this day we thank you God for our daily bread we thank you that Lord you've given us this moment this time to pray to meditate on your word to live in the moment for your glory Lord I pray for every listener I'm praying for their minds their hearts dear God that as they go through as my brothers and sisters in Christ dear God across the world Lord, you said there's so many people that are already suffering and experiencing the same things. Lord, continue to give them the wisdom, the, the, the mind, their mind to be focused and, and to be vigilant um, in everything that they do, that they you give them strength to continue to risk to resist the enemy, to stand to stand in their faith, God. Knowing that once this is done and through these things, God, you and by the grace of who you are. Um, 
after we've suffered a little while, right? It's going through it. You're perfecting us. You're establishing us, strengthening us and settling us. And guess what? At the end of it all, God, we give you the glory. We give you the honor because it's set forever. Your dominion is set forever and ever. And we love you for that, God. We love you for being God. We love you for being gracious. We love you, God, for having for being merciful to us. We thank you, God, for the second, third, and fourth chance. We thank you, God, for the word that empowers us, that truly is a lamp to our feet, a light to our feet. God, we thank you for the clear, keen, basic instructions that you give us. Now, God, give us the strength. Continue to give us the strength through your Holy Spirit to follow through, to continue to follow through, to continue to build, to encourage, to serve other people, to love other people, to give them the good news, to share the good news of of the Messiah, to share the good news of Jesus Christ, to share the good news of your kingdom. God, we are one body, one spirit, different talents, different um, things that you you've instructed us to do but Lord we're still one body one Holy Spirit and that ties us together throughout the entire world God I'm just humbled and I'm grateful just today God that you will bless us um, spiritually continue to bless us from the inside out and we'll be so careful to give your name all the glory and praise us to in Jesus name Amen So until next time, everyone, I hope you have a wonderful, blessed day. Peace.